Show me what you got. God, this God. is the Rich Eisen Show. I can't remember the last time the Jets were, what's the word for it? Competent. With the fourth pick. Overly competent at this. With the 10th pick. With the 26th pick. The New York Jets select. Jets had a great draft. Holy crap, they have a great draft. Oh, my God, they had a great draft. It was incredible. Oh, my God. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah. Still to come, ESPN NFL analyst Robert Griffin III. Commander's head coach Ron Rivera. Plus, renowned author Don Winslow. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air, everybody. We're having a good time here. Two days after the draft weekend is all over. The NBA playoffs are matriculating their way through uh, with game ones happening and being completed all over the basketball landscape. We've got Ron Rivera of the Washington Commanders coming up in hour number three, along with the author Don Winslow. Lots to talk about with Ron Rivera. He's going to be uh, putting Sam Howell out on the field at some point, one, one would think. The question so. is, is, how soon does that happen? Um, he has Carson Wentz on the team, and they are talking him up in a way that Eagles fans and um, the Colts fans are saying, okay. As you know, there's two ways to say the, the word okay. There's okay conviction and then there's the i need to see it version okay 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 that's the version we're hearing right now with carson wentz in washington from eagles fans and colts fans okay gotcha (laughs) gotcha (laughs) and ron will join us at the top of our number three and he has been so terrific um in supporting run rich run and the saint jude children's research hospital uh with a generous donation last year and he'll be joining us in hour number three. And somebody was very generous with his time uh, and his legs <laughs> and his family. His entire family was at the Rose Bowl and uh, throughout the weekend for Run Rich Run a couple weekends ago. And we just showed the uh, the results over the weekend for the draft. This man ran a 448 40-yard dash at the Rose Bowl in support of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and is doing a terrific job transitioning to a career in the media with the worldwide leader in sports on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is none other than Robert Griffin III. How you doing, RG3? Hey, what's up, Rich? I'm doing great. Appreciate you having me on, man. No, of course. Thank you for doing what you did a couple weekends ago. You were just awesome. Thank you for that, truly. Appreciate oh, it. No, thank you. Thank you for uh, inviting me out. When I got the call, they said, hey, Rich Eisen wants you to run and run Rich Run for St. Jude Hospital. And I said, all right, uh, let me go get my cleats. Because uh, it's just a, such a special thing that you've been doing for a number of years, and I was excited to be a part of it. And get uh, back to those kids, and then you brought and you brought your whole family. I mean, did your did your phone blow up uh, on Saturday when it came out that you ran the four four eight RG three? Yeah, yeah, Richard did, and uh, you know, my family being there was special. Um, you know, I have two of my three daughters there with my wife uh, to enjoy that whole experience with you guys, and and yes, the phone blew up as soon as the time. Uh, went public. Uh, everybody was telling me, you know, you're 32 years old. Why are you out there running four four forties? Go go have a sandwich or something. <laughs> <laughs> Did any of the uh, speaking of 32, uh, any of the 32 teams give you a call after seeing the four four eight, Robert? Any you, know, you know, Rich, you, you always know how to make the microphone sing. So very good analogy there. And yes, <laughs> I did get some calls because of that four four eight. No kidding. Really? Yeah, got yeah, got some calls. It was uh. I wouldn't say shocking, but you know when I, it's been ten years and a, and a number of, of of wear and tear on the body, 
So to run point zero seven slower than I did the combine, I think that piqued some some teams' interest. Okay, and, and? do you do you have any interest yourself, Robert? Uh, Rich, yes. Um, you know, I, I'm a young guy, 32 years old. We see guys like Tom Brady playing until they're 45. Now, he's got seven Super Bowl rings, so that kind of plays into that. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any. Uh, but the desire to play is still there. And, you know, I've just been blessed um, that ESPN has is, is given me an opportunity to do what I've done just for the past eight months uh, in the broadcast world while also understanding that, you know, I still have a desire to play. Okay. Well, you know what? This would be uh, awesome and uh, an incredible development if something does lead to anything. Or, I mean, and, and you you just share with whatever you want to share. Like, would you be talking about like mini camps now or training camps in a couple months and this very fall? Obviously, the clock's ticking, Robert. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, the clock's ticking, and after being out of football for a year. Uh, you know, the, the likelihood of being able to get back in goes down significantly. But I did that in 2017 when I was out uh, at the age of 27 and came back with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they gave me an opportunity uh, to go in there and be a mentor for Lamar Jackson. So um, we'll see if one of these teams that have a young quarterback uh, want to bring me into the building and, and kind of be that uh, for their young guy. But, um, yeah, you'd be talking, you know, off-season program, minicamp, training camp, all that type of stuff. But, like again, like I said, ESPN's been phenomenal. Of course, um, you know, putting me in, in in these high profile spots, was able to cover the draft this past weekend. Um, you know, the thing we haven't talked about is you know how we how the process of running at Rich Run and then going to do the USC spring game That's right. uh, went down. I just <laughs> I just that mentioned was, that, that I just mentioned that in the segment previous, Robert, that that we thought when we heard that you know you had um, uh, your job to do. Um, that that meant you weren't going to run, and you you were like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and and you and you made it work. And um, I can't thank you enough for that because you running the way that you ran added so much more buzz and attention to this and a viral nature. But the one thing that you know people didn't see is your generosity with your time. And, you know, you talking to Alexander and his mom who was there and this is the 11 year old boy who got a clean brain scan just, you know, three weeks before running. And his mom thought, like, you know, we'll never see that again uh, a year ago. And now we were all watching it together. It was really cool, Robert. Really. Oh, I appreciate that, Rich. And, you know, Alexander uh, was incredible. There's so much that people don't get to see from the entire experience. Um, that we have and Alexander was awesome the night before at the dinner uh, his mom explaining you know the whole process of what St. Jude does for these kids and 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 even more so for the parents uh, of these children to kind of put them at ease as they go through this difficult part of their life uh, so to be able to go out there and and you say I, I was generous with my time Rich you were you were generous with with moving the time up so I did have an opportunity <laughs> to go out there and run uh, and do it for the children so when we when it was announced I, I pretty much came out and said like we went out there and ran for the kids and, and i was truly honored and blessed to be able to do that and, and thank you for including me you the man robert griffin the third here on the rich eisen show so i guess what what did you think about where because clearly you you know winding up in the right spot and 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 performing in the right spot when you're drafted is is much of the battle right so what do you think about where uh, the quarterbacks in, from Ritter and certainly 
Malik Willis, the next two quarterbacks off the board, because we're assuming, obviously, Pickett landed in the perfect spot. He feels that way. What do you think about where Ritter wound up in Atlanta and Malik Willis in Tennessee? Robert. Yeah, I think it was I think it was phenomenal for him, Rich. Uh, you know, Desmond Ritter looks good in red and black, so why not keep it going? Nice. And I, I just felt like all the quarterbacks that did fall further than people expected, um, they wound up in the right spot, right? Matt Corral is a guy who has that it factor. He's got a little dog in him, and I feel like that's what the Carolina Panthers need at quarterback right now. They need a guy with some dog in him. Just look at the way they responded when Cam Newton uh, came back into town and had the game where he had a couple of rushing touchdowns. You just saw the whole city elevate itself, and they need someone who can do that for more consistently, and I think that's Matt Corral for sure. And then you look at you know Sam Howe and, and where he ended up in Washington in a situation where Carson Wentz is once again on a one-year type of prove-it situation, and Sam comes in with a, like a majesticness to him, right? All these quarterbacks, uh, they wind up in the right spot because that's who wanted them where they were drafted. And they don't have the pressure of being a first-round quarterback. So they have time to develop, and they can come in and be the heroes if they need to be, right? Ritter in Atlanta with Marcus Mariota, if things don't go well uh, there for him, uh, they can all step in and be that hero for those franchises. And I think the teams that took quarterbacks, they're the actual winners of the draft because these guys were should have all been first or second-round picks, and some of them fell into the third and to the fifth round of the draft so that's extreme value no kidding you you you're you're that high on on these guys why why are you so high on a lot of these guys who did slip down the draft board robert yeah rich i i can understand why nfl evaluators looking at the tape would say man none of these guys would have gotten drafted in the first round in the last two or three nfl drafts but you don't not draft malik willis in the first round because he's not cam newton right that's not how you evaluate talent and quarterbacks have always been overvalued so guys have been drafted in the first round, like a, a E.J. Manuel, a Christian Ponder, a Blaine Gabbert. So if those guys are, are getting drafted in, in those rounds, then why couldn't these guys? I think this year kind of was a, a transition and a shift where teams were saying, okay, if we don't really truly believe and are all in on these guys, we're not going to reach and go get them in the first round. And I think that's a, that's a great development for the quarterbacks, obviously not for their pocketbooks. But it's a great development for them because now they're not going to be thrust into action or in an organization that doesn't truly believe in them. Robert Griffin the third here on the Rich Eisen Show. Normally I would ask somebody like you to say, give some advice to the guys who just got drafted at the quarterback spot. But uh, I'm going to go in a different direction if you don't mind. Uh, what advice would you give Robert Griffin the third on draft night in Radio City Music Hall that night, number two overall to Washington? What advice would this current version I'm talking to of Robert Griffin the third give to that version of RG3? Rich, that's a great question, man. Um, I think the draft night, if you get so caught up in the emotion, caught up in all the things that, that you've done and the, and the people that have helped you get to that position, that you're not really worried about what's next, right? You're, you're just focused on enjoying that moment, obviously knowing your new area code, who your coach is going to be, who your new teammates are going to be. Uh, and if I can retroactively, you know, look back on that with hindsight being 2020, mm-hmm. um, I would just tell, you know, the younger version of myself that the way that you did it, you should be you should be proud of that. You know, you went in, you put your head down, you worked hard, you earned the respect of your teammates, and you went out and and you won Rookie of the Year, helped lead your team uh, to the uh, NFC uh, title in that in that in that year. 
and you can't control injuries, right? You can't control the situation that you're brought into, whether a coach likes you or doesn't like you, or an organization wants you or doesn't want you. All you can do is go out there and give it your all. Um, you should be proud of that. So, so that would be my advice to that younger version of myself, and it would be my advice to the guys right now. Go in, work your tail off, earn the respect of those veterans, and go out there and put out on the field, and don't forget to have fun. Did you feel the Washington didn't want you? I mean, is that because it's a couple times you said that in this interview, Robert? No, I, I, what I'm saying is like that night, like as a rookie, mm-hmm. when you get drafted, you don't know what, what you don't know. So you're just excited about the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until years later that I found out that for myself, things weren't quite uh, what, you, what you had hoped for um, with an organization being behind you. And that's why I think for these young quarterbacks, them falling the way that they did, but going to organizations that truly wanted them where they were drafted was the best thing that could ever happen to them because now they're going to be given every opportunity to go out and be successful with the full backing of that organization. For myself, it wasn't that way, and I didn't know that on draft night. I didn't know that in my first couple of years. But after looking back on it, I realized that, and you know, stories have come out and been told, uh, and that's never a situation you want for a young quarterback. So, as, it, as I said, you just go out there, you give it your all, and let the chips fall where they may, and everybody's got a different journey. For me, it didn't work out in Washington um, for you know a, a plethora of reasons. And I've learned from the mistakes that I made and, and learned how to handle business uh, in, in situations better. So for me, you learn from your mistakes, you grow from them, and you become a better player, a better person, a better man. And I'm, I'm thankful for everything that's happened to me in my career because it's allowed me to come out on the other side uh, a better person. Well, I saw all of that on display, Robert. I really did at the Rose Bowl, and I've been, you know, I don't know if your ears have been buzzing. Literally, anybody's been asking, how was the run this year, and, you know, what was it like? I I mentioned you and your family and, you know, again, how generous you were with your time and how open you were to everybody and uh, that was there, regardless of whether they were an NFL legend or anybody that was associated with it. So uh, I'll just ask you this, uh, you know, what, what, if you could wave a wand and say your situation, obviously, again, I, 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 you're, you're terrific at what you're doing broadcasting, and ESPN is terrific in, in having you in the positions that you're at. But in terms of playing, like if you could wave a wand, what, what situation would you be looking at, Robert Griffin III? You deserve it, so what do you want? Yeah. Let's speak it into existence. Yeah, yeah, we can speak it into existence. I mean, I, I've been reached out to a plethora, uh, from a plethora of teams, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, uh, going back, Going back home to Texas uh, with Dallas Cowboys, I know a lot of Washington fans don't want to hear that, but that would be uh, a great situation uh, for me. The Atlanta Falcons being there with Mariota and Ritter would be a great situation for me. And going to Chicago um, with Justin Fields to try to help as much as I possibly can in that quarterback room would also be a great situation. But right now the beauty of it is that I'm in a great situation with ESPN Mm -hmm. and I don't ever – look down upon that and I don't take that for granted Uh, like I said they've been phenomenal to me and my family Um, so I'm happy with what I am doing but if an opportunity did arise uh, I I do know that they understand that I still have that desire to play and I would go do it well if it comes from being part of run rich run it would be my honor it would be my honor and just again for you to do what you did and be so terrific about it and so giving of your time, you deserve it, Robert. I appreciate it. Really do. Uh, Very much. No, I appreciate that, Rich. And, and, the, and the run wasn't about it wasn't about me. And no, uh, I, I tried to tell everybody that, 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 that asked me about it. It was about 
doing that to highlight what St. Jude is doing. You were all about children it. And their families. So it's, uh, it, I really am honored. As soon as they asked me, I said, are you, are you serious? Like, <laughs> easy. I'll, I'll do that in a heartbeat because it, it, at that point, it's, you know, at the, in the grand scheme, it doesn't matter if I ran a 4-4 or 4-6 or a 4-9. A Obviously, the 4-4 gets more attention, but it's getting more attention for the right reasons, and I'm excited and happy for that. Yep, and uh, NFLauction.nfl.net for uh, you can you can bid on the cleats that you wore, I wore. Uh, yours are maybe a little bit more valuable, uh, but uh, <laughs> and because they're all autographed at NFLauction.nfl.com. Pardon me, NFLauction.nfl.com is the uh, is the address robert let's stay in touch uh i know I'm, I'm texting you you text me whatever uh i can do to help or be there for you and your family um let's uh let's keep this thing rolling i appreciate the time uh, no problem thank you rich once again incredible what she's done for these kids thank you uh really someone that a lot of guys can look up to um when they make that transition being able to be in the same room with you and 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 break bread with you was an incredible experience for me and i don't want you to i don't want that to be lost on you you're a good man robert and thanks again your your social media uh is uh on fire as well you're incredibly popular and i appreciate you giving your uh your thumb and retweets and regrams and everything and likes to to all of that too really appreciate it anytime rich okay man Good luck. Let's let's stay in touch. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for the time. Best your wife and family. Take care. That's Robert Griffin III, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Awesome. Uh, no offense to Cooper Rush, but third man in, what do you think? <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. You know, I, I knew, I kind of obviously knew that he's from Texas, and that's nice. where he would go with it. But I love the fact he's just like, hey, I know, I know. Um, there's two other guys there. I'll be the third guy. Yep. Yeah, third. I'll, 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 I'll be the. I'll be the one. Yeah. I, I know there's two guys there. Yeah. I'll, I'll. You know. I'll be the third. I'll be the mentor. You can and give me an RG. opportunity, and maybe I get in, and maybe this is the way it goes. That's the way my career is. Yeah, we come up with a uh, Bob Griffin package for sure. All right. I mean, that's so fast. I'm telling you, so, I looked down at my so phone. Young, I looked down at my so phone fast. for two seconds. He was at the 20-yard line. 32. And by the way, not two seconds. It was faster than that. Very fast. He was only halfway down the he line. He ran a 4-4-1 at the Combine 11 years ago. That's what he said, yeah. How, how are you only .07? I mean, Rich, we can look at your Sorry. times from 11 years ago. and just <laughs> Let's not. Let's not <laughs> as, as we used to say in summer camp, let's not and say that we did. Yes. <laughs> Is that an East Coast phrase? Yes. Let's not say we did. Let's, let's not, not say that we did. did. Yeah. I remember yeah. that I said that all the time at Camp yes. Laconda and Trails End. <laughs> That's very East Coast. And when are we going home? Um, <laughs> 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eyes Show. Ron Rivera and the author Don Winslow still to come. That was neat stuff with RG3. We're back with your phone calls and uh, an update on, uh, on the, a huge... Huge story outside of the playoffs in the NBA, and we're going to hit on that thanks to a a tweet that I saw just last night. You guys are not going to believe this. That's coming up next. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, okay, I'm going to give you guys dealer's choice. Oh. Do you want to talk about the biggest story happening in the NBA playoffs or the biggest story happening outside of the NBA playoffs? Ooh. Which one do you want to talk about first? Go one outside or inside the NBA playoffs? Dealer's start choice. Outside, work start outside and work oh, in. Outside yeah. in. Let's okay. go. Here we go. Um, put it up on the screen. Put it up on the screen. Uh, biggest story outside of the NBA playoffs. The, from uh, Magic Johnson. <laughs> the two big market teams that need to improve are the Lakers and the Knicks. You think? Magic's Twitter is amazing. The two big market teams that need to improve are the Lakers and the Knicks. And I say to you, Magic, spot on. Spot on. He did a deep dive with that one. Top flight now. Spot on. The Knicks definitely need to improve. You know, the only coming in the season, coming in the season, everybody thought, here come the Knicks, man. Big step forward, right? Yep. Um, big, big leap forward. And then yeah, they took a big Randall step back. And, yeah. They took a big step back. You know, R.J. Barrett and... R.J. Barrett improved, but... He did? He did. He improved Julius tremendously. Julius Randle just totally regressed and... Yeah. He got paid and then was like, cool. And then there's the Lakers. I mean, in case oh. you don't know the story about the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> they were and bought Magic in 1979 Johnson. by Dr. In case Jerry you're not... Yeah, well, millions of years ago, the earth was a molten bass. You got to start with that. Okay. Then yeah. they were in Minneapolis. Yeah. Well, it's just the story. The name I mean, talking, they've got the current story of the Lakers, oh, the way okay. that... The, the season started and ended. 
And they're both big market teams that need to improve. So that's the story outside of the playoffs. I had no idea. I had no idea. Okay. I'm glad now. now so that I, know. I just wanted to bring a spotlight. <laughs> what other big market team could you put Chicago's the only big market. They made the playoffs. Right. What other big market Dallas is a big market. Is it? Is it? You'd be surprised. Yeah, I would be. That's what you I'm know, asking. No, no, I'm just, I guess, it, right. But they made the playoffs, and Luca, yeah. you know, try as hard as he might. Just the, he is he going to be like the king of? It's not. It, it, it's not me, man. <laughs> you know. Yeah, could be. I mean, Dallas is number like five. It's number Fifteen five years from now, they're going to be. Is are they going to be like you know? Luca is one of the all-time greats, and he's got one. Maybe. I think he should be. Like, is that, was that. If he could uh, get one on this team, he should be joyous. Dallas is, he's carrying them. I just, well, again, it's just, you get that feeling. And I know it's unfair to say, it's just that feeling of just like, it's something, his, his, his career is going to be one of the all time greats. It just wasn't him. Like Damon Stoudemire. I mean, that's Damon wow. Stoudemire. Why did I just say that again? Dame Lillard, rather. Well, Dame Stoudemire didn't win either, but Dame Lillard say, stuck in Portland. From? You know? So, so the big story is. I mean, we're just trying to go through other big market teams, and those are the, Atlanta. So, so oh, yeah, if Portland's you're gonna if you're gonna target just big market teams, Philly. the ones that definitely need to improve are 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 the Lakers <laughs> and the Knicks. By the way, in case you're wondering, uh, the latest uh, ra- rankings. Yes. New York's number one. Yes. Uh-huh. LA's number two. Okay. okay. So they and they need to improve. And they need to, they need to improve. improve. Yeah. Okay. Improve. Just those two though. Inside the playoffs. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. There should be some like Jack Handy music that plays under uh, yeah. a Magic Johnson Deep tweet. Thoughts. Deep Thoughts by Irvin Johnson. Magic Jr. Johnson <laughs> types out the box scores. So, hey, what about in the playoffs? What's in the, the big playoffs. story? What's yeah. a big story? Got a great series going on right now. You know it's not walking through that door? Uh-oh. Jewish serving? Mm-mm. Moses? Mm-mm. Mo Cheeks? The, Caldwell the all-time NBA 75th anniversary all-time team version of James Harden's not walking through that door. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We James Harden's not coming to the rescue, folks. That's it. James Harden is not coming to the rescue because we do not know when uh, – Embiid's coming back. What game three is your hope? You're hoping game three is going to come back with the mask, like the mask, the mask version. It wouldn't be the first time he's had to rock that mask. No, I don't understand that. Also, I run against the Heat. He had to rock it in the playoffs a few years ago. But Harden's not the one who says all of a sudden it's like, okay, it's the Sixers' year because Harden's going to come in. He's going to go 35, 15. He's not. Well, he's not going to give you the, the Giannis line. How does that sound? He's not going to go to the free throw line and make all those all those free throws where it's just he's unguardable James Harden. He's going to the free throw line. He's going to Euro step back. He's making all these shots, and it just makes you feel like it's inevitable for the Sixers because their MVP goes down. And look at look, they 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 still keep chugging. And I know it's one game, and I know it's the Heat, and I know the Heat's the top seed, and I know they're on the road, as you pointed out earlier. Mm-hmm. It just when you look at Harden, it's just like just doesn't at all feel like the Harden that you need right now. The Harden that is just like, you know what? I've heard enough of this business about my career and who I am and 
what I am in the playoffs and the conversations that's been had about me, I'm just not going to take it anymore. And I'm going to show up and I'm going to go 35, 15, and 12. And we're going to come out with that win. And we're still going to get home home court advantage. And Embiid's going to come back with his mask. And we're going to win this thing. First of all, 35, 15, and 12. That's, that's, that's old time. That's all time Michael Jordan. That's not even Michael Jordan's stat line. It's what you need. But James what? Harden is a guy not that long ago who has had 50-point triple doubles. Yeah, let's go. In the playoffs, though? Not in the playoffs, but, but that's what you need. Somebody, somebody pointed out to me. MVP. What do you need right now? What do you need right now? You're on the road. Embiid's out for who knows how long. You're assuming it's just going to be two games. You don't know when you're, when you're talking about an orbital bone, you know? What do you need? That so, so that stat line might be too much to expect. How about a triple-double? How about something close to it? How about something that's going to give you something what you need? It's time. And that's why you trade for him. I don't think this is an unfair thing to say. I don't think it's an unfair thing to say at all. And um, how about the fact that this trade, Harden for uh, uh, Simmons, Curry et al., could be one big nothing burger when it's all said and done this year. Could be nothing. Also, he zero. He did it last year in the playoffs. 34, 10, and 10. There you go. Let's go. He had a 41, 10, and 6. We need he it. did it last we year. We need it. How about that? Game two. Let's get one. Let's get one. Let's get one. Let's get one for Doc. Let's get one for you. Seems unlikely. Let's go. I would say. Let's get one. In in terms of winning the trade, as you just said, I would I would think that at least the guy who saw the court and helped his team. Oh, I'm just. But but when it definitely won that. But when it comes down to it, and 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 Embiid's out, this is where Harden's got to step step in. Yeah. Well. And play like the MVP. But that's what I'm saying. The 75th anniversary team. James Harden's not walking through that door. Would I love to see him walk through that door in Game Two? Absolutely, I would. I want this thing to go deep. I want it to go long, and I want you to be happy, most of all. And I love Doc Rivers. Uh, My happiness is very low on the list of things that you want in that scenario. That's not true. I I kind of feel that it is. That's not true. (laughs) I would love for, excuse me, I would love for the Sixers to go on a run, not only because it makes you happy, but Mm -hmm. this would be fun for the show that your team goes deep here. Now, I think my team stinking is better for you in the show because you guys get the crap all the time. Chris. Help me out here. When, it, come, when it comes down to it, I want my friends to be happy. But no matter the situation. Uh sucking. <laughs> now, by the way, he's, the a, way, he's on uh he's on the show <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah. Oh Tom. Tom. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, we've got we've got Rivera today. We've got Dennis Allen and uh and Coach Tomlin on Wednesday, and uh, Brandon Staley on Thursday. That's how, how that? we're rolling. Yeah, make sure Uncle just, Buck's listening. Th- just th- this promotional NFL coaching on the Rich Eisen Show announcement in the in the midst of our NBA chat. Now, as someone but, who roots for a rival of his team, I would wouldn't mind if they got swept. But I want I, TJ I to be happy because <laughs> I like my friends to be happy. I understand that you don't want the Yankees to succeed with their ten game winning streak and over. He draws a line. Almost there. an eight game lead on the Red Sox right now, and it's yeah. not even it's not even uh, May the fourth. Oh, it's terrible. You. Some of my friends want Trevor Story DFA'd, and I'm like, guys, relax. <laughs> it's been twelve games. <laughs> anyway, that's those are my two points inside the playoffs to me. You know, obviously, we've got the Warriors and the Grizzlies playing what looks like to be a Donnybrook that could last seven. Yep. Right? You got the Suns and and the Mavs. I mean, the Suns are doing – I mean, they're doing all that Devin Booker. Booker played last night. Uh, uh, right. You know, didn't shoot the lights out or anything, but had a nice game. I get it. Yeah. They did it. They, they got to this series without him. And by the way, that's a little deceiving, the score. I mean, they were up 20 with about five minutes. Of course. Minutes yeah, they, they – 
gave up a big lead, but they were in control from the start. Yeah, they're up 1 0. They got 1 0. Maxi Kleber, did you see that play? Oh. The dunk that he fell. That was one of the scariest things I've seen on a basketball. It didn't even look like JaVel McGee really pushed him. I guess maybe he gave him. Oh, he kind of. He kind of. He was kind of a It sure sure looked like he could have not gotten underneath. I didn't. I thought his hands just. Yeah, that's how I looked at it. He was trying to hold on and. But going, you know, they say ass over tea kettle. Is that the saying? Well, like, he landed on his upper back. That's yeah, was, that you don't usually land on the floor in that. Really not scary. in that position. Not a man. That's oh man, that's hey, just ugly. I mean, Look, Luca man. was amazing last night, and they still didn't win. So that's I think that's what it's going to be. And your Bucks and your Celtics. We'll see how that matriculates. Huge game tonight. Huge game tonight. But really, it's it's. Uh, I was I was hoping for better for you. And I don't have a good feeling. Okay, well, right then now. after game two, if we're download two, then we can start. But like I said, game one let's on the hardened. road. Let's get Harden. Let's get Harden going. Let's get the old Harden. Let's get the Harden that's tough to guard, tough to stop, tough to keep off the free throw he needs line. To get to the line, he only got four free throws yeah. last night. But I mean, going back to you tough, two weeks ago, you're saying that his, his lifestyle that. Well, I'm just wondering. At some point, it's going to catch up to him. Well, yeah, I think. We're As you it. said, you two weeks ago, you believed that it caught up to him, and I feel like you're probably right. Can you cut that as a drop? What, that you're probably right? Real, yeah. real quick stat about game twos tonight. So yes. both home teams that are played tonight yes. lost game one, okay? Yes sir. yes, sir. If they win tonight, 1-1, 51%, the home team goes on to win the series. However, home teams have dropped the first two games yes. at home. Yes, Eighty-four percent, they lose the series. So massive games for Memphis and Boston tonight. Okay, TNT doubleheader. It's uh, Brockman Celtics. Let's not take eight thousand threes too if we're Boston. Tonight. And my Warriors <laughs> tonight. Maybe some shots in the paint. Just, my just Warriors is. Uh, could do me a favor. Just look this up. Uh, is Jordan Poole averaging thirty points in these playoffs? Just a hair beneath. Maybe just a hair below. In the playoffs? Let's see. In the playoffs. Jordan Poole, he hasn't gotten 30 in every game, but he's gotten them in most. No, he only had eight and uh, got the closeout against the Nuggets, so that hurts. So he's had 30, 29, 27, 11, 8, 31. Yeah. That's okay. a 21-point average. That's it? Yeah. I guess I should look at these numbers before I talk okay. out of my pie hole okay. here. Look, we don't have like uh, 85 people staff that's – you we know, don't give, have give, giving you numbers in your ear like but other that shows Sunday do, game. Right? I will say that's kind of the first big national game that probably maybe people are tuning in after he's had a really good year, and for him to throw in, you know, thirty-one and five threes against a national a national TV audience. Yeah, and eight boards and nine times. Yeah. People what, are it, aware. It, it, Warrior, we're, are yeah, we looking at? Are, I know. Again, we're we're steps ahead. We're looking at Warriors Suns, right? Remember what we're looking at, and then that'll can be. Can you dig it? I can I dig so. that. I think so. I, I, I can dig so. that. <laughs> Heat Bucks Warriors Suns. No. No? Sixers, Celtics? No. I mean, Heat, Celtics. I'm st- I still believe. Okay. Very good. Yeah. See what happens. It's just one game. Just game just one. one. Game. Just one it's game. Just, it's just game one. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I do I mean, love that. I Conan do love Dan that. and Bobby Ted Cruz aren't going to shoot the lights out every single game. Okay. But they might. All right. We will take a break. Your phone calls and setting up hour number three. Ron Rivera and the author Don Winslow. His new book, City on Fire, is uh, on fire in its own right. That's next. Well, every single book he writes is that. That's all next. It's still to come here on The Rich Eisen Show.
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50%. On the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. I have the 88 draft if you want to go over it real quick. Sure, go for it. The 88 draft. So uh, Audrey Bruce went number one to Atlanta. Yep. Neil Smith, second. Yep. Kansas City. Kansas City. Benny Blades to Detroit. Really great name. Yep. Uh, Paul Gruber, Hans's uh, younger brother. Oh, by the way. To Tampa. That's right. Ricky, Ricky Dixon to Rick. Cincinnati. Yep. Jets. Sixth overall, the Raiders took Tim Brown. You may have heard oh, of him. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hall of Oof. Famer. Yeah. Sterling Sharp, Oof. seventh oh. to Green Bay. Yep. Dave Cadigan. New York Jets. Eighth to the Jets. Yep. He played in, he had five career starts. That's great. Out of USC. Terry McDaniel to the Raiders, a second first rounder, defensive back. Uh, Giants took Eric Moore. Cowboys took Michael Irvin, 11th. Oh, oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. What a great thank pick. Thank you, Jesus. What a great, they all passed on, did anyone else need a wide receiver that year? They must have. Eagles to Eagles to Keith Jackson at Keith thirteen. Jackson. Uh, Randall McDaniel went nineteenth. That Hall of Famer. Oh, Jets Hall passed Famer. on him yep. too. Yeah. Oh, yep. Man. Dave yep. Cadigan. Yep. How do you know though? Sometimes. I mean, you know. Well, I mean, if somebody's you know, popping but... for steroids at the combine, one would say, no, "Do not touch." <laughs> yeah. No, I get that red flag. That, I... But I'm sure. Irv, but like Irv, Irv, like, I'm sure. Amazing. I'm sure. Irv had some flags coming out of uh, the U. Yeah. Yep. You know. Thurman Thomas went in the second round. Yeah, fortieth oh, overall. Oh. Dermani Dawson, forty fourth overall. Yep. So you know. I don't know. Hindsight, hindsight. Those. That's hindsight. Yeah. That's hindsight. That's hindsight. You need foresight in this business. You need foresight in this business, and you need to. You need to have somebody who has that foresight to 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 be around. And thankfully for you guys, I have that. And. Um, <laughs> What I tell you, what I tell you, what I tell you about Debo Samuel, what I tell you. That he was going to get traded? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Pretty sure, no. Pretty sure you said he, he should go to the Baltimore well, and he was I, out of here. Yeah. Well, what you said. I, That'd be a good excuse fit. me, excuse right. me. First blush of all that stuff coming out, it was these days, everybody's saying I want out and getting out in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's true. Back in, you know. Years one through like 18 of NFL Network, which is in year 19, I, I 
it was pretty much too bad. Yep. Tag. That was it. Too bad. Tag, you're well, it. You're and you got to stay here or you, you yeah, we, we as an organization don't revisit contracts now. That's our stance. That's our that's our history. We don't revisit contracts at this point of your career. Sorry. We only we only make those we only make those uh exceptions for a quarterback in year like 10 or year whatever. We don't do that sort of thing. So my first initial thought was like Debo's going to get out. And you know, Jets would be a good spot and I mentioned the Ravens would be incredible too. But after a day of that conversation, just for you know what's in giggles, I'm like, they're not going to get rid of I mean, why would they trade him? Why would they trade Debo Samuel? Why would they do that? Certainly, from what I was sensing and hearing, it's about business and money and something along those lines, as well as respect. Respect can be uh, paid. <laughs> can it? Yes. You pay respect. You earn it, but you can pay it, too. And that's what also can translate that sort of thing is the cash. So, yeah, the minute that we got through, I think, the first 15 picks of that draft on Thursday night, I'm like, that's it. I was right. They're not trading him. They're not trading him for a low first rounder when they could add a 10 and others. They're not doing that. And they're not trading him now either because you don't know what picks they are. Let's just say the Jets decide, you know what? Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and Corey Davis and Braxton Berrios and everyone else that's there, not enough. Let's add Debo too. Let's do it. Let's now dig into future draft capital to go trade for Debo Samuel. Or you're the Ravens. You know what? We didn't come away with, we, we lost Hollywood Brown. We didn't come away with all that much in the draft at the wide receiver position or anything else. I think they drafted a couple tight ends too. Now we'll go for Debo now. We had the 14th overall pick. We'll give you a first-round pick next year and whatever. Niners will be like, that's going to be worse than 10 and 14, respectively, we think. You're going to improve well enough where you're not going to be 10 and 14 in the same draft next year. We have no idea. Why are we making that trade now? So what happens? John Lynch went on uh, KNBR, a radio station up there in the Bay Area. I think it's on a podcast version of this show. At least that's what I saw. Um, a version of this conversation. This is what John Lynch had to say. I think it was Tom Tolbert he was telling us to. I don't think they're insurmountable. I think we can we can find a way to to resolution, and 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 we're hopeful for that because I mean we know what he's been to this organization. Thirty six pick in two thousand nineteen, and he's been so good on and off the field, and. Um, you know, obviously a tremendous player, but I, I just he's 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 one of my favorite players I've ever watched because you know the the, the spirit. I don't I don't know how else to say it. The spirit yep. with which he plays, and I've talked about it before. You know, will and skill, and uh, he brings it all. And um, I think it's re- it's really uh, first of all it's really effective. Second of all, I, I think the way he plays inspires people around him. So he makes us better. Uh, I think we make him better, and and. Uh, you know, we'll, uh, we're hopeful that, uh, you know, we, we get everything right and that uh, we're rolling forward. Okay. This is what's going to happen. If I had a guess, if I had a guess, it's a, it's a, it's a combination of everything. Mm. Okay. Combination of 
you know, living outside of San Jose, great town, great spot. Maybe not for him. Maybe there's not, uh, there's not enough uh, a heartbeat there for Debo. Perhaps. Okay. So he's not living up in the Bay Area. I mean, they're they're down in Santa Clara and and down in by. Yeah, they're close to San Jose, right? So maybe that's just not his speed. Um, Maybe you know, doesn't want to be used at the running back position as much as he's been, right? Keep those carries down, right? Maybe maybe the the offer the the whatever monetary offer at first um, didn't suit him. And maybe something got said at some point during the line, during the season, by somebody in the organization. Who knows? Could be the coach. Could be a whatever. Didn't sit well with him. Put it all together, and he's just like, yeah, this, this sucks. I just saw what Devontae Adams did. I just saw what Tyreek did. I just saw what they got. I want that. I want more than that. I should get more than that. I deserve more than that. I want out. And the Niners said, old school. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I don't blame them. One of one. That's a unicorn. And at some point, when everything settles down, because the thing that Lynch also said on, on this podcast is like, I'm not talking publicly about the why doesn't help meaning something happened that has made Debo very sensitive let it lie don't say anything in public except we want him we love him or as Shanahan said we were disappointed to hear that he wants out and at some point it's all going to calm down okay Maybe he doesn't show up for an organized team activity he's supposed to be at. Leaving it up to the Niners, the thorny issue of do they find him? Do they make that public? Does anything right. become public? All of that stuff. He's not there. But right before maybe training camp, maybe later this month, maybe early in June, we all go, maybe we all go to the French laundry. Oh. You know? I don't know if Steve likes the uh likes the wine or whatever. A little wine, a little dine. Hey, let's figurative work. or literal. Let's work this out. You know what I mean? Offer he can't refuse. Yeah, exactly. a little laundry, a little little French laundry. Go up there to Napa, something. I don't know. Maybe or, or we, we we go to a spot. Or we fly to him wherever he's happy. Go to his happy place and make his bank account the happiest place on planet <laughs> Earth. <laughs> With a conversation from coach to wide receiver, we love you. We're gonna we're 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 gonna we're we're gonna have a you hear about a pitch count, we'll have a run count. We'll have a leg count. So we've got a leg count. Handoff count. What do you want? What's the number? What do you think? Sometimes it'll be above that, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll be mindful. Yeah, I mean we'll three, be mindful. Three, four, we'll five, be mindful. Carry, Sometimes like we might need six. Yeah. Sometimes we might need seven. But that's what you're about, man. Yeah. That's what we feed off of as a team, as an organization. We love you, Debo. You know what? That's two commas. That's eight zeros. A lot of zeros. That's a lot of zeros. A lot of zeros. A lot of zeros. How about, on average, your run count, half the number of zeros in your contract? What about that? 
Four? Eight zeros, four runs. One dotted line. Here we go. We can talk. Boom. Yeah, we can talk. Sold, right? Sold. Did I just settle it? <laughs> Should we FaceTime Debo right now? Yeah. I don't have his number. Uh, yeah. oh. I we pretty much everyone I have everyone ah, else's. Shoot. But you know, um right? I think this is the way it's gonna go. Wouldn't you say that that's the more the issue though, the money than the carries? I have no earthly idea. I think broke, it's Chris said I, he doesn't want to run the ball as much, but I thought like a real playmaker, a baller is going to want the rock every time they get it. But that compensation, but then, and then he didn't get, and then he didn't get it as much in the NFC Championship game. I think it's, I think it is a combination of everything. All right, so I run it here, but when the chips are down, I don't run it. Right. And plus, you know, I mean, where I'm living right now, it's not my favorite. Right, yeah. Devonte gets to live in Vegas, and Tyree gets to live in South Beach, and I'm sitting here. You know, the restaurants are closing at ten. <laughs> I, 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 and then and then and then the money you offered was that and then what you said to me in week whatever was that and i've been just sitting here thinking about it i don't want to do it well the draft is come and gone that was it that's it because why would the niners trade him now for a draft choice that could be as bad as 20th overall 25th oh, yeah, overall mean, not doing it now yeah. when you knew you had 10 maybe from the jets that's my sense of it right now. I'm looking up best restaurants in San Jose. <laughs> I'm sure they're great. Do you know the way? I'm sure they're great. They're very good. <laughs> well, look at you. Thank you. All right, Ron Rivera. Don't do that because I don't want to think of that the rest of the day. Ron Rivera coming up. <laughs> Careful. You start saying that stuff. Mitch is going to have a heart attack. Takes you back to my Yeah, Rich, but it's like, you know, you're right. He just wants compensated if he's going to – because you can't really make a deal with a guy and go, okay, we're not going to run – make you run the ball more than 10 times a game. You don't know what the game plan is going to be. You don't know situationally. So you can't make that. You put that in the contract. You can't right, say that. Right, that's what you're going to say. you have to pay him in accordance to the fact that. Yeah, you I know, don't want more than four carries per game. No yeah. more than four. Because guess what? Case. Like I said, a baller is going to want the Brock as much as he can get his hands I, on. I, look, at some point, that might be. there's got to be somebody <laughs> on the 49ers uh, staff, front office, who's tight, who's tightest with Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm who is going to back-channel broker at some point a conversation between he and Kyle Shanahan, right? Because Shanahan said he hadn't spoken to him in two weeks or something like that. Right. That was Been right after the draft, or right yeah. during the draft, or something like that. Yeah. That's the last we heard of that. Yeah, over the weekend. That's it, man. And, and because at some point, you know, what better situation? I mean... In three years, Debo went from second-round draft choice to unicorn that deserves to get paid and will. And will. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'd want to leave that system. Because just go ahead and get paid now, and if you want out... Look, Devontae Adams was in Green Bay, Wisconsin for, for what, seven, eight years? Now he's on the back end of his of his uh, of his career, and he's in Las Vegas. Maybe that's how you roll it. Because right now, I don't think he's got the leverage. I just don't think so. Unless he wants to hold out, I don't know. He just struck when he called in. Didn't he strike you as a gamer? Didn't he strike you as a gamer? 
Yes. Oh, right. play. Most yes. definitely. Right. He wants to, to play. He wants to beat the Rams in the yeah. worst way. He yeah. wants to come down here and see number 99 and say, I see you. Well, eh, I see not, you. He'll say, I 99. see you. No, no, that, and that's where he might use He might use one of those spin moves yeah. there. Yeah. That's a business or, decision. Or he can slash yeah. by him because, hey. because the way they scheme hey. it, he's incredible. True. They're like a perfect match, man. They really are a perfect match. Run game coordinator is elsewhere. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Oh, man. Well, Debo's getting traded to Miami. <laughs> that spot's already taken. I don't think they got the draft capital for that anymore or this cap space. Ron Rivera coming up next.